Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, here with the gang of disorganized toys. Now, what was that show? The gang of broken toys. No, the island of misfit toys. The island of misfit toys. The island of misfit unorganized people. Are you guys organized? Eh. Let's let's take a poll. Who find who thinks they're really organized? Raise your hand. That would be two, three. Okay. Three out of five. I don't think I'm that organized. Well, see, here's the thing. I'm not organized. At work here, I'm really organized. Yeah, like you're I have on, everything, yeah. you know, lists, piles. At home, I'm not organized. Really? Yes. Define organized for me. One who has organization. (laughs) One who has organization. Does that mean everything has to be neat and in order? Or does that just mean you get everything done and on time? No, I would say neat. Okay. Order, structure, bins. To me, it means you have bins. (laughs) Organized people have lots of bins. Do you have folders for your schoolwork? Or do you just all stuff it all in like a notebook? That sounds good enough for me, but... Yeah, that's wrong. Uh, according to the organization code, uh, section 124-7, one should have I didn't read that folders far. for their work. Okay. This is what happens. I start every school year. I buy a bunch of college-ruled notebooks, mm-hmm. all in different colors. Because you're in college, One for right? each class. Well, she rules. Yeah. Both. <laughs> and then by the end of the semester, all of my notes are on loose sheets crammed into my backpack. What happens? So, I don't really know. You're it's disorganized. just at some point I like need to write something down and I grab the first thing I see. I'm actually the same way, so maybe it's like a girl thing. I don't. I've been using the same notebooks for the past like two or three years of college. Okay, you know what we call you. <laughs> lazy. Practical. No, you're not lazy. That's practical. I'm, you shouldn't go. You don't need to go I'm buy I'm thrifty. Thrifty. Yes. Why buy you're another notebook one. when this one still has 20 pages? I agree. See, this is the problem with organization, and I'm convinced this is what it is. This is – organization is not that important, right? I'm not organized, and I get through life. Your wife's organized, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, I was going to see. She's very organized. And I bet she takes care of, of all the things. I, have, I do have other people that skills. keep me organized. But see, that's the point. If I don't, I don't need to be organized because they are. So why would I need to learn organization skills? That's the whole show. I don't even need this show. You guys totally do. Because we're going to organize you. I'm so disorganized. I can't even tell you. I can't turn a corner in my car without having all the junk in my trunk shift to the left side. <laughs> I, mean, I know that sounds bad, but it's it's my real trunk. and There's real junk in it. I got junk in my trunk, but my real trunk in my car. I don't know what you were thinking, Sky. What were you thinking? You're talking like a man. Of all the jokes you've made, you accidentally made that one. No, it worked, and it worked. It works every time. The best jokes are accidental. See, because if I was organized, I would have known I was going to say that. But all my junk shifts in my trunk. I don't know why you guys think that's funny. I'm just. Have you seen my trunk? There's, there's just, there's a joke in there somewhere. All right. No, it's just fact. Anyway, so I again, I'm frustrated by or I think this is a way that they can sell more bins at Target. Really? It's See, a bin deal. It's 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 a Osama bin, a bin, bin scheme. A bin scheme. It's well, Bin Laden. A few months ago, my mom called me. I was talking to her and she's like, "Yeah, I've been organizing like crazy." And um she bought a label maker. Oh, see. And was once like, you've got a label maker, things like labeling which things went yeah. where and yeah. My brother's got a hold of it, 
and they put a label on the label maker, and then they put a label on the label maker label. Oh, and it just got bad really quickly. So see, that's the problem. Then you spend all your time labeling when you could just be, you know, done organizing, functioning. Yeah, doing. You don't what you need, need a label to, to know what bin you put your junk. I think the organization is good, but when it gets to the point where you're like, oh, I have to be super clean and everything has to be really mm. neat, organized, like visually looks yeah. organized, then it can become less useful. Seriously. Isn't it just – can't we just be different? Can't some of us be neat and some be sloppy? Yeah, but then that's yeah. – but then you end up – Oh, <laughs> well, you, you end up working with you know someone sloppy. who doesn't actually do – work because they don't show up to work and then they because they forgot because they're like oh man i was sweeping and stuff yeah i mean i get being lazy but organized come on (laughs) sometimes your gift isn't organization sometimes your gift is just i don't know creativity or in your case merit making a movie production or in sky's case um just what sky does functioning (laughs) just sitting there and being nice (laughs) Some people have a gift. Some people, they don't have the gift of organization. It just seems like everyone now has to be organized and have a gift. And blah, everything else you got to do. It's too much. I'm, I'm going to rebel right here. No organization. No more. We're done. I appreciate merit being organized. We're going to do the last part of the show now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... See, that's the problem. Merit, you're organized, so I appreciate that because that makes me organized here. But... Come on. It's too much work. Then I have to use a planner. A planner? Paper or electronic? Which should I use? Don't you have an app for that? That seems I have an app, except I want to take notes, and I need handwriting, right, to do that, unless I want to use my little thumbs and get get arthritis in my thumbs. Mm. So I can't do it all on my little phone. And I have an iPad. And I have a Mac. Book Pro. I have three devices. <laughs> you should hire, and I still write it in a book. You should hire a scribe to follow you around. I can't you hire dictate, a scribe now, and so you don't have to write or type, and they can do everything for you. That's a great point. Yeah, they just end up in my trunk. Who are those? Who are those people who write things to, or that type during? Yeah, in like the a, court? Dic- uh, a notary is that what they're called? No, no. the notary is the stamp lady, the uh, the stenographer. Stenographer. You just need a stenographer yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Have you ever tried to read stenography? It's hard to read. It so is. I'd also need to have a reader. I'd have to have <laughs> well, a stenographer and a reader of stenography. Well, we'll just call that an intern. Get an intern that will just follow <laughs> you around. Um, we'll get them the like, you know, the thing that like drum drum line people wear, yeah, like yeah. the straps. Yeah. But we can just like set it up so the yeah. computer can sit there. Right, sure. They just follow you around, type everything you say. That's not a bad idea. And at the end of the day, you can see everything you said all day see, long. See, okay, now you've proven the point. Now we need to be organized or I have to hire somebody. See? It's expensive if you're not organized. Indeed You it miss is. a ticket, you miss whatever. You've got to pay. And you pay and you pay. <sighs> it's depressing. Did you forget to pay for your speeding ticket? No. I no. got it. That happened to my friend that. once. Really? <laughs> Yeah. See, disorganizational costume. Now, granted, it would have been nice for the uh, one of the districts around here to have said, hey, by the way, this is the last day to pay for your ticket. Um, oh, no. Do you want to take care of it right now? Because otherwise we're going to put a warrant out for your arrest. Nah, they just decided, like, we'll just do that yeah. and not, like, actually say anything. Yeah. It seemed rude. Well, it's, they make more money. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> yeah. Saying. 
See, this – so remember, I taught for Franklin Covey time management for years. I taught life, leadership, and organization. I believe in it except here's the deal. You can also go overboard and be like obsessed with you know, getting something checked off your list and actually miss the moment right in your face. Can't have that happening. So I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not. I am on strike from organization. <sighs> you're going to be saying. you're going to be dropping Skittles into your M&M's soon, aren't you? Done. Like, Disorganized chaos. <laughs> See, but then again, you think about the world. We need some organized people, right? Yeah. We need somebody. That's what merits here. That's what... Everyone needs a merit. And now we are in a meritocracy. Merit's running the show now. <laughs> If you have any complaints about merit or the show, no, no, no. If you if you have, if you have complaints about what was on, or I guess the way the show was done, it's my fault. If yeah, you have, I was gonna say if you have complaints, send them to Bryce. If you have praise, <laughs> send it to me. Uh, I was gonna say if you, what was prepared beforehand, that's Merit's fault. Man, this this topic, it better be good. Merit, I'm looking at you. Okay, because. I'm not very good at it. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Oh, yeah? This is going yeah. to be a good show. Yeah, I think so. we so. got a guest coming on that's going to teach mm-hmm. us. Vicki Winterton's going to come in studio, teach us why we should organize. I I am good. Let me just tell you this. I'm okay. not going to brag. But last weekend, a couple weekends ago, I cleaned I, – I deep cleaned my kids' rooms with them. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm so sorry. It was actually – I loved that. Really? I'm pretty good at that and like moving and getting everything done. I pulled I, I pulled an old football injury. I hurt myself. Pulled that groin muscle? Nope. It wasn't the groin muscle. <laughs> no, okay. Because that's the worst. I've actually done Have that. You, done you that? can't rotate. I didn't. No. Yeah. No, it wasn't that. I No. It, I, it was just, it was an old injury in my elbow. An oldie but a goodie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it ended my career. Oh, okay. It was well, a career-ending football injury. This just took a dark turn. Was it the funny bone? No. Oh. <laughs> what was that? What do you mean? Was that the funny bone? It was. It you was hit your funny bone. No, was you don't end a career, career on a funny bone. No, oh. it was serious. I about. I, I, I was a. I was a first round pick. I dislocated my elbow once. Okay. What's that got to do with it's, my story? We're, we're on the we're on the same topic. Oh, okay. Elbows okay. hurting. Okay. Elbows yeah, career was, ending. Mine was career career ending. Did yours impact your career? No, I guess it didn't. How how old were you when your career ended in football? Well, after my senior year of high school. Oh yeah, see, I didn't get to play high school football because I I got hurt. I actually didn't get hurt. I just got tackled. That and ballet, just the schedule just didn't allow it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I just remember being on the bottom of a pile of football players, thinking this is wrong. <laughs> Why aren't they getting off of me? What? What series of decisions have I made that led me to this point? And that ended my career. I finished the year, and then I'm like, I'm not doing that again. Existential thinking kills so careers. So I, I moved my kids, got them in their rooms, loved it. I, they're so organized. It's so neat, tidy, nice. Boom. Don even bought my kid a comforter and a bed set and washed it, got them in. Boom. Organized. But what did you, whenever you deep clean, there's always that pile of stuff. Garbage. Yes. Well, trunk. it's not garbage. Put it in the trunk. But you know how maybe this is just me. So you like clean off your bookshelf or whatever, and then you have like paper clips 
Yeah. A tube of chapstick. Garbage. And like just random things that you know you need. Yeah, garbage. But you don't have anywhere to put it. You have to throw it away. It's garbage. See, if my wife was in the room when we were doing that, (laughs) she would have to keep it all. And then I'm like, no, that needs to be tossed. That That is discarded stuff. That's stuff that was just, it's an anomaly. It doesn't fit anywhere, so it's just got to go. I have magical messes that break the laws of thermodynamics. I'll have gym bags and backpacks yeah. and hiking backpacks and bags and stuff. And then among all the other things that I have, so I'll be like, okay, it's time to clean my room. Right. So then I'll pull it all out, and then I'll start putting stuff away. But, like, I'll pull, you know, things out of pockets and, you know, things out of <laughs> shoes and – you know, out of my gym bag, I'll pull out a whole bunch of stuff. And suddenly the mess goes from like yeah. 20 things Starts, to 9,000 uh-huh. things. And then how many times don't you, you don't know what to do with some things? Because some things you know you're going to use, but you probably won't need it for eight years. So what do you do with it? Do you keep a little object with nowhere to put it for eight years so that you might use it? Do I, do I keep it in the ho- – or, or do I get rid of it in the hope that in the future I'll have the income to yeah. to replace it well, someday when I need it? Yeah. Well, Maybe. I have I have like a big store – just like – what's well, not big actually. It's a small plastic storage box. Is it a bin? That, it's a bin. It's there a bin. bin. It's a bin. See, I'm keeping these it. businesses in business. No, but I have a bin that I keep a lot of stuff that I'm not really using now, but yeah. I know that I'm going to want eventually. The bin. It's the bin. See, now sometimes – my car is the bin. So in my life, like I'll leave here and I'll go and I'll probably end up forgetting to throw the papers where I need to throw them and then I'll feel guilty throwing them in the garbage. So because I should throw them in the recycle unit, I keep being told. And then I forget so they'll just be in my car and then someone will need to sit in my car. Then I'll move the stuff to the trunk and it has then reached the status of junk in my trunk. Boom. What do you do with it? Grab a bin. Now I got a junk full of bin from my car, and I've actually found bins in my garage from cars four years ago. No, four cars ago. Junk. But I don't want to get rid of it because it's an audio CD. Matt, isn't there something you're like super OCD about organizing? No. There's got to be something. Because like for my dad, it's the spice cabinet in our kitchen. Really? Yeah, he can't function if the spice cabinet can't see all the labels. Does he cook? Is he a chef? My parents both cook a lot, yeah. But like my mom doesn't care. But that's like his one thing. Huh. No, you know what? Okay. His car's like yours, but he can't. There's one thing that drives me crazy hair in a brush. Okay, we're going to ask the organizing queen about that one because I my wife has long hair and I don't I'm not Lots of women do. Well, yeah. It's and, it's part well, of she it's sheds, part for the course. She sheds like a <laughs> pony. Do ponies shed? She sheds a lot of I hair. I can tell you were going for dog, but you don't want to say that no, about your wife. No, she's not a dog. She's, not, a she's much prettier than dogs. Pony, I guess. But she sheds a lot and then I have to get the hair out of that brush before I brush my hair. So I have my own brush. I'll go buy my own brush. I'll throw down four fifty at Walmart, and I'll pick myself up my own brush. Boom. Disappears. <laughs> it's eaten. No, 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 Matt, no. The- it's, there's a little brush fight club going on underneath your sink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the one with all the hair that catches all the hair, that's the old grizzled I think veteran. my daughter takes it. Ah. See, cause she, but she doesn't care that there's hair in the brush. Neither does my wife. You know why? Why? It's because it's completely inevitable. <laughs> So you could like remove it every single time or you could remove it at the end of the week. Well, I remove it every single time. Well, no, she loses a lot of hair every day. 
So my dad had the same problem growing up because my all all girls their hair it just falls out all the time it's and amazing. your hair your brush is full of hair. So my dad bought a brush and he's had the same brush since I was probably like six. Do you guys get to use his brush? No, it's like it's his brush. It's if you touch See, that brush, that's organized. Well, well if just associate the brush with if you touch this. Something bad's going to happen. Like if you touch really this, bad. murder. You'll get the murder, brush. Murder. You'll get the brush. You touch this, you'll get the brush. See, I just think it's not a big deal for me because I have hair. But if every day I had to pull hair out of a brush and I was balding and the hair wasn't mine, that's depressing. That is depressing. I'm going to start sticking it on my head. Just glue it on. a little nest of just my wife's hair stuck to my head. <sighs> that's why we need organization, apparently. We've solved it. Organization skills. Do you have them? I look at Skyboy bobbing his head. Obviously not. But uh, he got us going to the commercial. He actually, he actually has music playing somewhere yeah. else. He doesn't know what's going on. That's it. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and uh, talk to our own Bryce Tobin about pack rats. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Today we're talking organization right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, we are teaching and actually learning, I guess, more than teaching. We're learning how to be more organized, the importance of organization, organizing your house, your life, your work, your trunk, for that matter, organization skills. And in fact, we're taking your calls today. So if you have questions about organization and you know what to do with those really old books, I had a, a friend that's dad um, was about 85 years old. He was kind of moving houses to another place, and he had a million books. Now, I'm a book guy. I'll take books all day long. And he – what are you looking at? Why are you looking at me that Do way? you read the books? Yeah. Really? Or are they like coffee Where do you table think books? I get this wisdom? Do you think I was just born with this wisdom? I think you just talk a lot and wisdom – comes out in random spurts. It, but, but not because... Yeah, I randomly spurt wisdom. <laughs> just by virtue of the fact that you're talking, eventually enough words are strung together mm-hmm. near to enough each other. Yeah. Some and type of eventually wisdom. wisdom. Well, and I pegged you more as a Netflix watching kind of guy instead of a book reading I'm really, I, I, I have partaken of Netflix. You do have a Netflix account? I have, a, I have an account. Okay. But I don't... I get to do it about once every third day. I don't believe you. Well... Whatever. <laughs> Deal with it. So um, anyway, this guy is getting rid of all of his books and the, the kids don't want them because they're all on tech. They, uh, they'll just use their uh, Kindle or their ebook system. Their Nook. Their I don't nook. know if that's – they still make They'll nook? use their know. Nook, their Cranny, whatever. The reality is now we're getting rid of books because we're getting so organized that it's all on a Kindle or whatever. Come on. Books, man. You touch them. It's wisdom in a book. So anyway, our own Bryce Tobin has uh, put together a little bit of a rant about pack ratting. Look, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I'm about to rant. This is the Bryce's right. All right, think about it. We have reached the point in our culture where we need to organize. That's right. We are able to have too much stuff. 
Frankly, this is an achievement that should be more celebrated, but first, let's get to the organizing part. Why is it that we organize? It's because we're all pack rats to some degree or another. I'm not talking about full-on hoarding, but sometimes we hang on to things we don't need to. And I'm no different. If I find some kind of cooking utensil that I think I could possibly use, I will get it and keep it for as long as possible. I have drawers filled with all kinds of things. Every size of tongs. I've only ever used the smallest one a few times. I have a pie knife, but the cool part is the blade is shaped like a piece of pie, so right when you cut it, you can slide it under that slice and get it out without mangling it. I've had it for three years. I've only used it once. I have a handheld cheese slicer. Never even used it. I have a few sets of mixing bowls. I really only use them as big cereal bowls. I have a handheld hot cocoa mixer with its own stand. I actually use it a lot, but when I take a step back and look at myself, who owns this stuff? Maybe someone going to culinary school? Maybe. But even still. Every now and then things get to a point where the stuff I don't use gets in the way of the things I actually do use, like measuring cups and forks. I don't need to organize as much as I just need to throw stuff away or separate the stuff that gets used from the things that don't ever get used. And in the very least, I need to stay away from garage sales and thrift stores for the next 10 years. I do not need another slap chop. Also, none of you have seen any of my desks. There's papers everywhere. Work desk? Covered in papers. My desk at home? Also covered in papers. And I'm using that old hoarder excuse, who knows when I'll need it. It's totally a justification. It's not even that I need to organize them like I do my kitchen tools. I just need to throw it all away. I need to buck up, grab the trash can, and put it all in there. But the idea of that makes me really anxious. I just know that somewhere in my pile of papers at work, there's something we need. Something that'll save the day. And it seems like every three months, that actually happens. We'll need a phone number, or a story, or a name that's been buried. My desk at home is the same way, except it's made of school assignments, receipts, and forms. The receipts are pretty obvious. I don't think I can get in trouble for keeping some of those. There's forms and stuff because I never finished them or I haven't sent them in yet. That's just pure laziness. The school assignments are because I never know when a grade will be put in incorrectly. I never know when a professor will want to use an old assignment for something. But it's always a nice kick in the teeth when I grab a paper, only to realize it's from a class I took three years ago and couldn't possibly have any need for at this point. And then there's my cardinal sin, my email inbox. There is zero organization. There's hundreds of emails. Literally no end in sight. And it's the same old excuse. I don't want to delete it because I might need it later. Flight itineraries, package tracking info, correspondences with professors and businesses that I might need to use later to metaphorically slap them in the face when they eventually end up contradicting themselves. Or it's even filled with stuff from work. But even though this is my worst, it's also my favorite. Because I get to perform what I call the Great Purge about every six months. Because I realize something about my emails. While I might need some of them later, it doesn't matter if you need it later when you don't have it anymore. So I go in and coldly delete just about everything without mercy. And then there's this feeling when I'm done. It's the internet equivalent of getting home and taking off an uncomfortable pair of shoes and then breathing a sigh of intense relief. All right, I'm out. And remember, don't forget to be awesome. Matt, what is it that you... uh, Pie knife. Pie knife? (laughs) That's what you... You have a pie knife. I have a pie knife. It was like 35 cents. Okay. You're a 25-year-old man, right? 26. Almost 25. Almost 25-year-old man. You go shopping. You think, Daddy needs a pie knife. More like I see, hmm, pie knife. Hmm. Maybe I could one day use it. How much pie do you eat? I don't... I'm not a big pie person. So you see, that is the problem. Once you have, see, we're consumers, you can't get rid of it because you paid 39 cents for it. Right. I don't know what a pie knife goes for, but. I'm I'm sure it's more than that. I'm sure you could. Well, and the value. If I can get a spatula for like five bucks. Yeah. But I only have one spatula, so there's that. I got that going for me. You can't give it up. See, that's the problem. Once we get it, our brains 
our evolution says don't give it up. Don't give it up. Keep it. Keep right. it. Keep it. You may need it. You We're may survivalists. Need it. Don't get rid of those newspapers. You could burn them later if you needed to. So now you have 20 million newspapers. <sighs> Organization. It's a big deal. We're going to be joined in a minute by Vicki Winterton. She's going to teach us how to organize. Top to bottom. Start to figure out uh, how to organize our lives. We're also taking callers. If you have a question... For Vicki Winterton, our organizer, about anything that you need to organize, give us a call, 1-855-CHAT-BYU, 1-855-CHAT-BYU. Any callers that get on the air, we're going to give you a book, one of our books from one of our past guests uh, that have just kind of been hanging around. We're going to be handing those out as well as I'll have a book. One of my books will be giving away, but give us a call, 1-855-CHAT-BYU, 1-855-242-8298. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We're right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we are taking on organizational skills. Do you feel like you're a fairly organized person? Do you know how to take a really crazy environment and, uh, you know, tidy it up a bit, create some order, some structure out of it? Because if you don't, today is the day. Uh, You've all heard, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. It's a quote we remind Skyboy of every day just about, don't we, Sky? Every day. And someday you'll... I'll catch on. You'll catch on. Yeah, when I feel like it. I mean, you're not that... You're clean today. I'm selective with my advice taking. Yeah, well, yeah. For sure. That's why we brought you a pro, though, because I know you don't take my advice. I sometimes do. Do you? Yeah. When was the last time you took some of my advice? I went to your event where you were the date night. You keep bringing this up. This <laughs> was, was one the, event two years that, ago. Or after that event, I decided to never take your advice again. Oh, was it? Yeah. Because I didn't really enjoy your advice. Well, you went to a marriage seminar and you were just dating the girl and you'd only known her well, a week. I'd only known her for 20 minutes. Well, yeah, so. that's embarrassing. I had never met her. It was a blind date. Well, you should have thought that through. See, if you were more organized, you would have read. The Maybe if small you would have print. mentioned the minor detail that, hey, this is for married people only. Oh yeah. Well, I would have if I didn't want to create this really awkward, funny moment with you. Yeah, no, you did a great job in doing. And now that. that's why you don't listen to me anymore. Yeah, because that was the last time you gave me advice, and it wasn't good. It was very awkward. Well, but- I'm going to give you some advice right now. You got to listen to our next guest. Because okay. she's going to change your life. Maybe if she tells me to listen to her, then yeah. I'll listen to her. Otherwise, you know what else? You know that you know that green food growing on that plate under your seat. Uh, you know that you know that green stuff. Yeah, it's it's unhealthy. Okay, Vicky's going to teach you. Okay, you're supposed to you're supposed to throw that away. Okay, you're not supposed to leave your plates in your room. Okay, I'm just letting you know. Thanks. We're going to be joined now by the pro. A professional organizer is in the house. Vicki Winterton is joining us. She started her professional organizing business called Organizing Mind Over Matter in 2006. And uh, she can take a room, any room. We should have tested you, Vicki. That would have been so fun. You should have. I need you to, I need you to help me organize my, the trunk of my car. That's an easy one, Matt. Is it? Because it's full of junk. Um, <laughs> so you can take any room filled with you know anything and chaos and all the stuff, and you can make order and, and peace, right? So you're the author of a, of a guidebook called Absolute Best Organizing Solutions. We can find Vicki and her book at her website, organize-utah.com, organize-utah.com. Vicki, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. 
Thank you, Matt. It's nice to be here. Now, are you just inherently organized? Is that how you got to be a professional organizer? Or did you, like, go have to learn how to do it? I have done both, actually. I was born this way into a home where my mother was very organized. Was she? So I watched and I learned. Yeah. And then when my youngest child graduated high school, I didn't need to work. My husband made a really nice living. And and I thought, what am I going to do with my life? And it took me a couple of months for me to realize... One of my favorite things in life is to organize a closet. No, is it really? It really okay, is. So if I could say, <laughs> hey, should we go to the Super Bowl or should we like just go have a really good barbecue or should we organize the closet? You'd, you'd choose the closet. No question oh, man, I would that's, choose see, the Vicky, closet. That's so wrong. <laughs> Do you not see that? That's hard. I mean, that, that's what I think is that you're so – this is like your gift. It is. So for some people, organization, it's like it's just inherent. It's intuitive. Yes. And I once I had my training, then I gained some experience. And beyond the experience, once I had the training and experience, I was ready to help others learn to cool. enjoy to organize. Because that's the thing. I think you could probably – I would hire you to do it for me. Uh I don't know that you could teach me to want to do it. And, you know, I will tell you about a third of my clients will never really enjoy doing it, but they they recognize the benefits. And so they choose to live organized once we've organized the space. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, let's just get clear here. Uh, Why organize? I mean, it seems like... It seems obvious because I guess we've always been taught, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. You need order. You need structure. But there's some minds. My mind, like too much chaos would be bad. But my mind does pretty well in chaos. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if things are too structured, I'll actually end up creating chaos. Isn't that funny? In I order to be happy? Well, it just, it just <laughs> makes me work better. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, and I yeah. will tell you, in the professional organizing industry, we call a mind like yours yeah. a creative mind. Okay. So there are yeah. logical minds yeah. and creative minds. I'm creative. Mine is logical. Is your lo- are there are there what would you like if Skyboy for example, if we were going to categorize his mind, is there anything other than creative and logical? Are there others? Well, there are others, but primarily we are either predominantly left-brained or right-brained. Yeah. So we are either logical okay. thinkers primarily or creative thinkers primarily. Okay. He's probably creative. He's. I mean, there's not a logic, a lot of logic there. No offense. No, none taken. I concur. <laughs> it's just you're a very creative guy. Guitar. Yeah, your yeah, hair, dancing, my hair, stuff like that. Um, so, okay, I am creative, and so interestingly, and I actually even like a structure. I think that's part of my problem is I don't know how to create the system mm-hmm. for my order. Mm-hmm. But if somebody's created the system, I can usually keep in it. But I usually lose a little bit every day, and then I kind of have to regroup and As re- do and almost, make the almost everyone has to do that, Matt. Sorry okay. to have cut you off. No, that's good. But that's why people hire professional organizers yeah. like myself is to come in and create a workable system that fits their living style. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. I've, we already have a caller that okay. has a question for you. Her name is Shireen, and she just moved, and she has a question. Great. Should she downsize? Shireen, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for uh, calling in on the show. Now, what is your question today for Vicki? Well, here's my problem. I'm 
been a hoarder in the past of papers. I couldn't let go of any paperwork. So when I sold my house about two months, three months ago, mm-hmm. I threw away a whole dumpster. I mean, half oh, of good. all my stuff, I threw it away. Yeah. And just kept really what was absolutely important paper-wise. And I got rid of a lot of my furniture and a lot of my stuff. Good. So what I did, I, was, I had to move to another city to find some work. And I'm just a contract worker. I don't have a permanent job yet. And I'm running an apartment, but I need to downsize even from the apartment and rent a room due to finances. Okay. Because I'm going to school and yeah. working. Now, my question is, since I don't know where I'm going to land here in the next six months to a year, I don't know whether I'm going to move out of state. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and I don't know. I've been like trying to figure out whether I should just sell all my stuff out of storage, but I'm also an artist, and I'm in college, and I'm in the Pathways program. Okay. And I'm also an artist, and so I have tons of books and tons of art supplies that I really don't want to get rid of. So what do I, I mean, I really need some advice as to what to do and what's the most valuable and economic way I can go about sorting through my stuff. Good question. Shireen, now hang on the phone, and Shireen, and you'll get your answer. You'll also, we'll also set you up to get a book. Yeah, okay, Vicky. Thank you. You bet. Good luck in the move and everything. What do you think? That's because it's interesting. We could get rid of a b- bunch of stuff. It's almost like our junk, not not that Shireen's stuff was junk, but it's like our stuff grows to the space we've allotted for it. Absolutely. So, so if we have a bigger house, we we have more junk. If we have a smaller mm-hmm. house, we have less junk, apartment, mm-hmm. less junk. Mm-hmm. So what what should Shireen do now that she has to even go smaller? Great question. And before I answer that question, let me clarify what you've said. Um, you are calling our things junk. In mm-hmm. fact, the only person that can decide if it's, it's junk us. is the individual right. themselves. Yeah. Yes. I don't ever make that decision. Yeah, no. So there are a few questions that Shereen can ask herself. The first one is this. Do I use this often? If mm. the answer is yes, she keeps it and goes no further. It is okay. a keeper. If, if okay. the answer is no... Then she moves on to the second question, which is, is this part of the 50% of the stuff that I own that I really love? Oh, interesting. So if you don't use it, then you got to love it. That's it. And so if so, if we ask ourselves those two questions, those that will take care of most of what we need to make decisions on. The third question that we come to, if we still don't know for sure, the third question is, do I really need more than five five-inch paintbrushes mm-hmm. in her case or whatever? Yeah, is we it duplicating? A, a numerical or a space limitation number to okay. what it is that we feel we would logically need. Do I need more than whatever number? Do I need more than t-shirts. three couches? Yeah, exactly. Something exactly like that. Okay. Uh-huh. Now you asked. You asked the. So what you're kind of doing is putting some qualifiers, some quantifiers. Do I love it? You said more than fifty percent. So what we're trying to do is, I guess. Narrow it down to the 50% of the things we absolutely love. And the things that we use often. And the reason I say 50%, some people kind of freak out at that. But in fact, there have been studies done by the National Professional Organizers Association. And it is believed by those of us who are professional organizers that in fact, we use 20% of our items 80% of the time. 
So if we decide I really yeah. don't need more than 50% of my of what I own, we'll have plenty of what we need. That's right. I mean, it, when you think about if you just had every kitchen uh, tool, you would probably only use 20% of them. Most 80% of the, of the time. time. Exactly. The others you'd throw in once in a while, but you could, you know, you could probably keep all. It's I guess when it's it's it, a lot of us think it's the replacement cost. Like, hmm. Mm-hmm. To get rid of that would cost me this. Mm-hmm. I paid good money for this. Yeah. I don't want to discard it. That means that I wasted that money. But in fact, for every item that we own, there is more than the cost of purchase. Right. There is the cost of maintenance and there's cost of space it yeah. takes up. So like she was saying she was starting to hoard a lot of papers. Just the stress of having piles of papers around. Very stressful. got to be very stressful. Yeah. In fact, you asked me the question, Matt, about the benefits of yeah. organizing. What are they? Let me tell you about a few of those. Um, first off, we have a time benefit that is given us. Organized people waste less time. That's just all there is to it. They're slick. <laughs> They're very efficient. And yeah. in relation to that, it is believed that the average American spends 55 minutes a day looking for things <laughs> he knows he has but cannot find. Oh, that's horrible. Who Isn't are these that horrific? people? I just go walk out and buy another one. It's so much <laughs> well, faster. Well, that's the money savings. <laughs> See, that's the another money. time saver is that the National Soap and Detergent Association believes that there is a savings of 40% of time in household upkeep if our spaces are organized. Really? Two major time savings. Yes. See, in in a place where everyone's out there saying, I don't have time. That's it. One way to buy time is to get organized. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Oh, wow. Another major benefit is the wealth. I You just yeah. go out and buy another. I mean, yeah. And yeah. that is very common, oh, very yeah. common. Another wealth situation is that organized people have a tendency to earn more. Oh, do they? It is because so, they've got a savings of time and they can accomplish more. Right. And they probably, yeah, they're more organized in their own job, which would probably keep jobs and keep promotions. It looks and good. Make mm-hmm. you maybe a better manager. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> One other benefit is the benefit of health. And there are four known health benefits. They are these. Order makes us happy, period. Yeah. The human brain likes order. Yeah, predictability. It's so predictable. You know where the keys are. Absolutely right. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. And orderly surroundings are energizing for yeah. the mental health. Yeah. They energize Feng us. Shui. There we go. See? Yeah. yeah. And orderly surroundings increase mental function. So if your surroundings are in order, your mental capabilities are increased. Oh, yeah, because you're, you're, yeah, you're, t- you're sharper. Exactly right. And stress is less when order is in the home. And finally, this is something most people don't know, and that is that children of organized parents perform better in school than children with equal capabilities who come from disorganized homes. I believe that. I mean, think of that. They don't eat probably on time or as well. They don't get as much sleep, these kids, if we're disorganized. And they go to school without their homework because they can't find it. Yeah. Okay, I guess I need to do it. I'll <laughs> do it do now, it, Vicki. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're talking with Vicki Winterton. She's a professional organizer. Go check out her website, www.organize-utah.com, organize-utah.com, and uh, check out her book there, Absolute Best Organizing Solutions. It's a guidebook. She's the creator of that guidebook. And some questions to be thinking, do I use it regularly? Do I love it? 
And do I need it? Do I need as many? Do I need as many as, as, I, as I have? have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Sky's even taking notes. It's a big day. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We're coming right back. You're listening to the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we are talking about organization, organizing our lives, organizing our minds so we're healthier, we're happier, you know, decreasing a little bit of the clutter, decreasing a little bit of the stress. And uh, we're joined by Vicki Winterton, who's a professional organizer. She started her her organizing business in 2006, Organizing Mind Over Matter. She was born as an organized person and then became even more so with the help of a mom and um, a lot of, I guess, organization school, Vicki. Yes. You raising family and taking care of a house. That's right. Now, one of the things we want to do is give you a chance to call in and ask Vicki questions that you might have about how to organize, how to approach, you know, a big project you've got. So give us a call, one 855 Chat BYU one eight five five Chat BYU, and uh, we'll put you on the line here with Vicky. If you get on the if you get on the air with us, we will send you a book of your choice. We've got a, a, a list of books you can choose from, and we'll get that out to you. Um, you know, give you something to some benefit, some payoff, some other stuff you could go have to put in your house. Another book for you. one <laughs> chat byu Give us a call if you have any questions about organizing, about a project you're trying to take on. Um, Vicky's taught us the health benefits. We're going to probably live longer. We're probably going to be cleaner. Uh, mental health will be good, better. Our, our family will be a little organized. Energy will be higher. Our children will probably do better in school. Exactly. What's the fun, though? I mean, there's some fun spending 30 minutes looking for keys with your heart racing every morning. There is. There's the, there's the sport of it. <laughs> That's my morning, every morning, running back and forth. Every neighbor knows the Townsends aren't organized because when we pull away as a family on a trip, inevitably we have to pull back in in about three minutes and two kids have to run in and get one more thing. Um, so, Vicki, teach us this. Now, go to if you want, you can go to Vicki's website, organize-utah.com, and you'll get her site, her blog, her store, all of these tools, skills, ideas, everything you need to organize your office and your homes a little better. But, Vicki, um, where do we begin? Okay, so, I mean, I guess it's so hard. Where do you start? Especially when you're sitting and looking like you, looking at a big closet. You're probably just chomping at the bit. <laughs> Let's get on it. What do the, where should the rest of us begin? Any any kind of project. Great question. And the family management and household binder that I sell that you've talked about on yeah. my website has the, the two formulas that I use to organize any really? space at all. Now, I organize a little differently for paper and data, okay. but those formulas are in that binder as well. So where do we begin? The first formula is the ACT formula. There we go. A-C-T. Oh, now that was a bad test for me. <laughs> Does that, does that have anything to do with the ACT Not test? a thing to do with that. Okay, good. So ACT. ACT. What's the acronym mean? The A stands for assess. Okay. So you're going to look at your space, whatever space it is that needs organized, and you're going to say to yourself, what is working in this space and what is not That's working in this space? That's a great question. Space? What's working? Because you want to keep doing what's working. Exactly. You don't need to gut it. Just because exactly. it's, you know. And and. 
every space has some parts that yeah. work. Yes. It's the what's not working that we want to tackle. So the A stands for assess. The C stands for create a plan. And when I work with my clients, I show them pictures of the same kind of spaces that I have taken before and afters of. So they get to see the pictures. We can draw out of the the written, this is what I want. Whatever it is that works best for them is the way that we create that plan. That's a great. Then you can see it, and now you've kind of got the vision. Absolutely. That's great. It's so great. And the T in the ACT formula stands for tackle. So that's where we tackle the project. And we do that with my second acronym formula. Okay. All right. How do we? So we got to tackle it, meaning now go live the plan you've created. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Tackle it. Good, good. Okay. So the second acronym is SPARK. S-P-A-R-K. Hey. Now, some of these homes are so messy, we probably ought not have a spark <laughs> near them. Well, there's a thought. I mean, I feel like if somebody put a spark near my trunk, we'd have a it problem. It would be in big There'd be big a lot trouble. of papers in there. So what's okay. the spark stand for? Spark stands for a five-step formula. And, and as I said, any space, even your trunk, can be organized. Yeah, I could do act formula. on that, assess it. This uh-huh. is bad. Create a plan. Go look at a, yeah. Go look at someone else's trunk that's clean, or go to Google Images and take a look there. Oh, I bet there are trunks, aren't there? all kinds of them. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> okay, so the Spark formula goes this way: we sort the items into very general categories. Okay. So that. For instance, in a kitchen, we have a food prep area. Right. We have a food presentation area. We have a food storage area. So we do very general Hold on. Those are all in a kitchen? All in a kitchen. I've never thought of my kitchen that way. Well, think of it that way That's from a great here way to think in. of it. Yes. Yeah, I just think of it as the eating place. And it is that. And the washing place. But your wife is probably the food preparer yeah, and storer. She does. And yeah. she probably thinks of it that way, mm. even though she doesn't know she thinks of it that way. But see, even just thinking about a space differently, it, it changes it, doesn't it? Like, because now all of a sudden there's a function. Yes. So the space serves a function, and all space can have a, a role. Absolutely right. That's cool. Absolutely right. So we're going to to divide up into general categories the things that are stored in that space. Then we're going to purge. That's where the number limit or the space limit okay. comes into play. That question. how much of these do I really exactly. need? Exactly. Yeah. And so we take those things that are our priorities and keep them. Now, is our goal to keep what we love, or is our goal to get rid of what we don't need? It is a dual goal. Is that case? Because it seems like they're almost. Sometimes it's easier to get rid of junk. So sometimes I just go into junk mode and I'm purging. And I'm like, ah, let's, we don't need these. We don't play with these toys anymore. And we start just purging. It's such a good feeling. Great feeling. But then you run into the kids like, hey, I love that. So now we're in the love category. Or I loved yeah. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good memories about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're, that's the purge. The A stands for assign a home. So once we know exactly what we've got, then we decide where exactly that's going to be stored. Right. That makes sense. And the R stands for rounding up containers. Okay. So we make sure that we call them bins on the show. And bins, you there got we go. <laughs> Round up containers. Uh huh. Okay. And finally, the K stands for keep it up. Yeah, because it'd be easy to quit. 
Oh, it's so easy. And and that the the getting it organized is the easy part. Yeah. The keeping it organized is the part that is day uh, after day after day after day. See, that's the one I'm going to have to – we're going to come back. I want to talk about that because, you know, like I just worked on four rooms for my kids. We moved everyone's rooms, mm-hmm. right? I was going to move them out. <laughs> and then my but the like, 10-year-old yeah, wasn't yeah, quite the ready. Yeah, the 12-year-old. And my wife's <laughs> like, you can't move them out yet. It's not legal. So um, – but then I know it's they're clean now. I just have a feeling they're not going to stay clean. Well, they will if it becomes an expectation that mm. is met. Okay. We're going to need your help on that. We are talking right now with Vicki Winterton, and uh, we're going to take a break. Brad from Houston's hanging on the line. He's got a question for you, Vicki. We'll come back to you, Brad. Hang on the line. We're going to take a break, though. Be right back. Learning organization skills, how to keep our home, our, our house, our offices a little tidier. By the way, in the trunk to your car. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your relationship coach. Today, your organizing guide on the side. Of course, I am not the grand poobah today. Vicki Winterton is. She's the professional organizer. Joining us in the conversation right now, we're taking your house back one room at a time. One messy room at a time. Vicki Winterton's joining us. She's a professional organizer. She started organizing Mind Over Matter in 2006. That's her organizing business. She can pretty much take a room filled with nothing but chaos and bring out order and peace. There's That's a gift. That's a total gift there. Sky has the same ability, um, you know, on the board. I can clean your kitchen out. Are you a good cleaner, Sky? Uh, yeah, in the kitchen. Are you? Yeah. Just the kitchen. Oh, because there's food. Yeah. Honestly, though, I am yeah. pretty good in the kitchen. Are you good in yeah. the kitchen? I do the dishes and do all you? that stuff. Yeah. That's great. Thanks. See, if I were a young student, I would never have dishes. Paper plates. Paper plates. See, it's killing trees. I know. <laughs> but I then paper towels. Oh, killing another tree. But, you know, how many things have to die for a plate? I have no idea. I don't either. It's just a dumb question. That's why we've got the pro here, Sky. There's no such thing as a dumb question, Matt. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. No, that felt warm. I felt that was like a warm thank you answer. Yeah. Whatever. That was funny. That was cute how you did that. Um, we're joined with by Vicki Winterton here. Vicki has a, a, a book, a guidebook you got to go look for on her website. It's called Absolute Best Organizing Solutions. And um, if you go to her website, www.organize-utah. Is that a dash or a hyphen? It's a dash. That's a dash. Organize-utah.com. And uh, great site. It's a, she's got a blog as well. Um, and she's, she just has a, a ton of before and after ideas and tools for you there. She's also been teaching us some of her acronyms she uses, the ACT acronym. Correct. SPARK, which is how you kind of sort through and get, you know, priori- what was it? Purge, sort, purge, assign a home, round up containers, and keep it up. The keeping it up seems like the hard thing. Well, it's a lifetime thing. Yeah, you got to buy into it for the long haul, don't you? And in fact, when a client calls me, Matt, this will be interesting to you and your listeners. I make sure that before they spend a penny, before I go to their home for the first time, I make sure that they really are ready to live differently. If they are, 
I am happy to help them through the okay, process. Okay, yeah. If they're not, it's a waste of my time yeah. and their money. That's such a great thing. I mean, the funny thing is that first they'll be like, well, sure, of course, I called you. But then the test comes when you're like, well, okay, we've got to start purging. We've got to start thinning some of this. So, That's right. And then, then I guess you really start to test it. We have a caller on the line. Brad from Houston, Texas, has a question for us. Um, Brad, are you there? Yes, I am. Good. Do you have a question for Vicki? Yes, Vicki, I was wondering about advice. If you have one spouse who's highly organized, and let's say the other spouse is uh, kind of the opposite, <laughs> what type of strategy would you use to try to, to get them to work together? Great question. Brad, hang on the phone, and we'll get you your answer and your book. All right, Brad, here's the deal. We only have control over ourselves. Don't you hate that answer, though? It's oh, come a terrible on. thought. However, I will tell you, Brad, that there are things that you can do that will benefit you in the end. And I'll give you a few tips that have helped my clients. First of all, example is the best thing that you can do without making judgments against the other spouse. And I'm assuming that since you're the caller, you're the organized one. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. And so... My my wife is a lovely person, just not real organized. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, And it means that she has other gifts. This just isn't one of hers. But what you would like is for some improvement to be made. So your example, your kind and caring example, not a judgmental example, is a really great motivator. The second motivator is for your wife to understand those benefits. If she can understand that children grow up and do what they see, and I just told you all the benefits of living an organized life. So if she can recognize that your children will grow up and become primarily what they've seen, it may be enough of a motivator for her to do it for their sake. Many clients of mine have done it for that reason. And he, because he's kind of got the gift of organizing, or I guess the curse would depend on how you look at that. (laughs) But if he's got the gift of organizing, maybe he needs to create the system with her and then, and even show her the benefits. So here's the system. And if we do it this way, you really will get more time to go do what you love. Or maybe even help her organize around what she loves. So if you go, because then, I mean, it might be if there's a little chaos at home, there's probably chaos around other things she loves. So if you could, maybe you just go try to organize where she's most in love with like an activity, whether it's her car or her horses or her barn or stable. That's where I always suggest we start. That's the first project I tackle with my clients is to organize a small space. Yeah. That has the highest impact for that individual. It's huge. So that's, very smart, Matt. Paid, well, you know. And the other, the other thing that you need to realize is something that I learned in the training program that I took when I first deci- decided to be an organizer. I was sitting in a room with 25 other people learning from my trainer. And she said, because this question came up over oh, and over again, it's over huge. and over again. Yeah. And she said, my answer to that is this. Find a reward that makes it worth the effort. So decide what it is that your wife loves and make that the bonus for keeping that particular space Hmm. organized once you have it organized. I love that. And and I guess sometimes, too, I mean, in the end, they also may not ever change. They may not. So maybe the joy then, um, the joy is that 
he's got some cleanliness more than he would have. So I always have the rule that if you always follow the the least uh, I, in my world, I always say relationally challenged. Mm-hmm. So don't follow the lead of the most messy person. Follow the lead of if, if you want a healthier place, make it healthier. If she keeps messing it up, by you keeping it healthier and cleaner, yes. you'll always have it cleaner than if you follow her lead. Excellent. And something – I'm not a therapist. You are, Matt. But my husband and I uh, went to a therapist for a few sessions a number of years back when we had teenagers. We just <laughs> didn't know what yeah. to do with that. Yeah. And we learned that in this therapist's opinion, we marry people who fill the holes within ourselves. Yeah. So what you consider her weaknesses bring with it other strengths that you are weak in. So good. Yeah. I mean, really, that's why we need each other. And, you know, then some honest conversation where we also, I mean, at some point, too, she she could try harder. So once she learns and sees what he needs, she should try harder, and he could try harder on stuff she needs that's not, like maybe letting it go. If he could let it go, so when I work with couples, I always say we both could do something. He could let it go a little bit, like quit worrying about it, and she could pick up her game. Very and, true. And then it, everybody gives a little bit. I mean, it, it, there's no, and then, you know, then you sing Kumbaya, and it's all better. It's <laughs> That's all better the key. With a cleaner kitchen. <laughs> hey, we got another caller. Appreciate Brad on the line. Uh, hang on, Brad. They'll make sure they get you your book. And Dave is now joining us. Now, Dave, uh, you've got a little, I think, maybe even a bigger test for Vicki here. Dave, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, what's your question for Vicki, our organizer? What? Uh, what do you do for organizing your time? Is there a uh, you, new electronics? Uh, is there a system that you utilize to maintain that over time? Good question. Great question. I work with small business owners and work from home business owners all the time. And time is something that always needs to be addressed because we are busy right. in our lives. Um, I do recommend that whatever tool and I and based on the individual's needs, I suggest particular tools. So without meeting with you and knowing exactly what it is that you need, Dave, I can't tell you a particular tool to use as far as organizing your time with technology or without technology. Some people do better with paper products. I will say this, whatever it is that you choose, you want to make sure that it syncs between the various systems that you use. So if you use a tablet or a computer or a smartphone, you need to have syncing capabilities so that no matter where you are, that schedule is there. And you need to make sure that if you're using technology or or if you're not using technology, for my paper organizers, I have them do this as well. You need to use a timer and you need to set false deadlines for yourself. As I prepared to be a guest on this show today, I had everything in place that needed to be done as far as what I really wanted to talk about. That was all done three days ago. What? I know. Vicky, I wasn't even prepared <laughs> till about the second segment. I don't like to have to worry about things. So I set myself false yeah. deadlines concerning time. I love that. And uh, one of the rules, so I worked at Franklin Covey forever. Excellent. And taught time management forever. But one of the rules I found is um, you, you kind of have to choose a tool. Yes. You can't have three tools because if you have, I mean, 
it's like I, I really struggle, for example, because I have an iPad, I have an iPhone, mine all sync, Good. plus they sync with my office. So everyone's kind of in sync. Good. However, I also take a lot of notes, and I like to do those in a book. Okay. And so the book, and it's hard to just type sometimes into some of these tools that we have. So what I found was I was in a quandary because I used to just use a planner and a little binder, and it was all there, and I could write my notes in all the binder. With paper. And everything mm-hmm. was there. And then all of a sudden, I noticed if I, I started trying to use two tools, and I wasn't really clear where I was entering stuff. Sometimes I'd entered on my paper calendar, sometimes on my other calendar. But in the end, I guess, one rule is you kind of need to choose your method. And you can always adapt and make two – like I, I can actually take notes and, and write in my – you know if I need notes for a meeting – I could write in my meeting calendar notes that I wrote in-depth notes in my black book. Absolutely. Page 20. You just want to make sure that you can find what you have. You need the system is what you need. That's what you need. And the system doesn't just have to be paper or electronic. It could be a mix, but you have to kind of choose the system and live the system or the system or eventually you'll just end up hurting yourself. So true. So true. Also, another rule, enter it once. Mm Mm-hmm. If you have to – so what I always did forever was just I'd write something down on a Post-it note and then I would transfer it to another thing and then I'd carry it for a week and then I'd finally put it in. So I literally had to move and think about that. This is where it occupies your mind space, huh? Now all of a sudden it keeps passing by me where I could have just entered it once. Even if it takes you a minute longer while you're doing it, you've saved your, your mind space from having to deal with that issue Five more times because that issue is clutter. Oh yeah, and and so whether it's cluttered it time or cluttered spaces, whatever yeah. it is, clutter blogs the mind. Yeah. It it bogs the mind yeah. down. And don't you think everyone's so different that like with Dave's question, you you can't tell except there are answers, and there's more answers than Dave probably knows about or any of us know about. Just doing a little research, asking around. Um, there's planners online. One of my favorite books, though, Dave, that I would have you go read, I'd suggest, is a book called First Things First. Yes, I've read by uh, Stephen Covey and Roger Merrill and Rebecca Merrill. But um, because one of the thing it, things it gets into, it's exactly what you were kind of talking about, where you kind of have to have an assessment of what your goal is here. What do you really want? How you organize your time is very much hinged upon what you want out of life. And if you want, if you know what you want out of life, then a lot of times the way you organize your time and even the tools you'll use will become normal or they'll become obvious to you. And I assume that doing the house is the same. If I want a place of peace, if I want a place where my kids and grandkids come hang out and stay there, that very thought tells me I've got to have a kind of a clean house. Absolutely. Right? Now, if you don't want anyone around. Sense. Right. But so you got to know that, right? You that's gotta know, right. That's what I love first things first, because first got to know what you want. Mm-hmm. Then everything else of how you organize it, especially time-wise, gets into play. But you're saying the same thing. And prioritizing concerning time yeah. is a major issue for people. And Dave and others of you that have time issues... I'll share a real simple technique that I use with every client that I work with concerning their time. If you will divide your day into four separate time segments, Mm. the first is the morning, the second is the early afternoon, Mm. 
Nap time, I call that. Okay, that's Matt's <laughs> nap time. For most of us, it's not. Yeah, a lot of people are working and stuff. Nope, <laughs> I'm napping. The third segment is the late afternoon, yeah. and the fourth segment is evening. If you will divide your time segments that way, yeah. and then set um, one major priority per time segment, you will accomplish four of your main priorities every day. And if you never accomplish anything yeah. but those four, the most important things have gotten done. Done. Yeah. And you'll find – and just that, I mean, I think how we organize our time impacts our peace. Oh, absolutely. Right? Because if all of a sudden I'm all day spending all day doing all of these things that are irrelevant, that aren't connected to my mission or my life or what I want, um, boy, then you've spent your whole day what? Wasting. Wasting away your life. Man, let's not do that. Well, Vicki, you're the best. Um, give us one rule, okay? When it comes to organizing and it comes to you know keeping our head focused on this, what I think is a fairly difficult thing, what would you say is the one thing that is the biggest thing? So you want a one-liner. Yeah, well, you can even explain it. But if you had to just think of like the most leveraged one activity that would impact – your organization. It would be to create a plan. You got to have a plan. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to have ideas of what, like just seeing, you know what? Go look at the Ikea catalog. Catalog. Yes. Holy cow. There's more bins in that I, that place. But I, I didn't even know you had so many storage opportunities or ways to store something till I saw one. Now, I, I went into Ikea. It's exhausting. Well, and Matt, here's an, here's an interesting thought. My dad and mom own a storage unit in Utah Valley. And my dad says he's done all kinds of things in life to earn a living. And he's earned a very good living. And he says it's the easiest money he has ever oh. made. Yeah, we're just we're now people send saving. those checks every month and never show up to even Look visit the junk. place. And month after month, year after year, those it's like checks child, come rolling. It's like, in. Yeah, it's like child support. You're like paying off an ex. That's it. It's so horrible. if it's not important enough for us to have in our home and use, yeah. then it's not important enough. Man, you did good. Vicki Winterton. Now, everybody, go to Vicki's website, uh, organize-utah.com, right? Correct. Organize-utah.com. And, and get get on her site. Her, her company is Organizing Mind Over Matter. Really, there's a blog there and a ton of great stuff just to give you before and after shots as well. Check it out. She's the real deal. Appreciate you coming in, Vicki. We're going to take a break. And uh, come back. I think we're going to keep uh, trying to figure out more tools, ideas about life and organizing, you know, making sure we don't overdo it as well. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, uh, we've been talking about organizing. We're getting so organized. That really, that makes me feel better. Uh, Because for a minute there, I was thinking I was fairly dysfunctional. But I'm not. I'm I'm fairly good at organizing. I, I still can't remember things. You know. I had a, I had a speech the other day where I forgot my wallet and got there. And was out of gas. So I'm at the speech 
and I had to ask somebody for $20 because I didn't have a wallet. <laughs> At your speech, you asked mm-hmm. someone? That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty messed up. <laughs> but I traded him some audios and some stuff. I didn't trade him. I gave it to him, and then they so gave me twenty dollars. No, and then I no, and then I, he gave me twenty, and then I got his card, and I'm, I sent him money today. Huh. See, that's just forgetfulness. That's more dementia <laughs> than an organization <laughs> problem. Oh, so, my goodness. I'm not I'm not feeling too bad. Hannah Montana is joining us now, and Hannah, you've been kind of studying Pinterest now. By the way, Pinterest to me, crazy thing. And I'm actually speaking to a to a Pinners conference coming up very soon, but they, you know, they're organizers. Yeah, and they, they like are. their little knickknack patty. It's like arts and crafts meets organization for a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know, which it's I'm weird. actually I'm a fan of. Do you? Are you? I'm weird. Well, but I no, do, well, but, but I just I really enjoy doing arts and crafts. But some, I know, but, but see, there's you, some things that I'm like, why would I take the time to paint my fridge in like eight layers? Of mm. chalk paint. Yeah. Stuff, no, so your so kids like, can ride on the fridge. So you can say, get milk. I wish, I mean, that sounds fun, but it also sounds incredibly time consuming. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I, I found a really funny, um, well, maybe it's not funny because there's good ideas on it. There was just well, a couple of cool. them They're on full here of that ideas. Were, were pretty funny. Um, it was a, a Pinterest called Obsessive Organization. That's actually the name of it. Which I kind of read as an obsessive excuse to hoard. Yeah. Because a lot of these things are like, okay, that's cool, but it's lacks in functionality. Right. One of them is a organizing your glitter glue. Oh man! First of all, who, hey Sky, listen, glitter glue. Yeah, I'm. I'm who I need, has I need this. fifty bottles of glitter glue? Skyboy. Skyboy has seven. Okay. Got seven. He has every well, color. This, this one's for you. You take a baking pan, and you glue that to the underside of a shelf, any or anything like that, and then you put magnets on the bottom of your glitter glue uh, and then you got your 50 or 70 okay. i guess for you your glitter glue wow well what? that's one thing you could do <laughs> that's just that is so much glitter glue. okay that's a lot of see but if you're a craft person and you have your little craft room your craft nook mm-hmm. then you need your glitter glue spaces I that guess I guess so. I think another there, there's like five or six of them that i just I thought you know what here's awesome. one for you baby jars you take the lid of a baby jar, you hammer a nail through it up into the studs in your garage. Then you put screws and nails and you can screw the baby jar onto the lid that you nailed up. Guys have been doing that for years. Are that was you, taught in the 50s. Are you a pinner? No. Matt, that, I think you're a closet pinner. No, that you see you all think that's a new thought. But every <laughs> you go to any house made in the 50s, 60s and go in their garage and you'll have baby jars hammered to the studs because well, that's I, how grandpa well, but that, that used to do that seems useful it. though yeah that for seems sure. useful i think uh another good example is merit is in this class where someone their ipad they have all of their apps in order color coded so it's in a perfect rainbow my guess is they have apps they don't even need oh, wow. just for the color oh for sure i mean like what are you I, serious who has time <sighs> i I wish I had time to do so many things. It's, I would this... I would never do that if I had time. I would be hunting <laughs> on my app. Deer Hunter 2014. <laughs> the bell is wrong. See, are you kidding? That's another thing, though. Just my desktop. 
on my on my devices. There, I can't keep them organized. Well, when it comes to like a mass organization, where it's like, all right, I want to organize my candy, my thirty boxes of Tic Tacs. Who has what? thirty boxes of Tic Tacs? I have no. Why do you need that? Well, you do need a two year storage. You don't want to have a disaster come and then have bad breath. Yeah, that would be really bad Are if you, you didn't have two years worth of candy at all times. You never know. That's a good point, Matt. Well, but part of that, I'll, I know what it goes back. See, you guys are jogging my mind. When I was a kid, my grandma would buy me Tic Tacs, and I would eat them like in about six minutes. Okay. <laughs> it was never about your mat, your breath. It was about, and then you'd empty the jar, and then you'd fill it with water, and then you'd put it in your pocket. And then you'd realize it's not waterproof. <laughs> and then you'd be embarrassed, but you always kept the container. Why were you putting water in it? <laughs> you, it's like a canteen. It's a tic-tac team. Oh, okay. In case you, you got like, thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> but see, okay. then, so then once you're, as a child, you learn don't ever get rid of that because that box is way cool. And it fits your little stubby, little chubby hands. Yeah. <laughs> you could do lots of things with that See, that's box. what I think a lot of this hoarding is about is we can't let go of stuff because there's memories attached to it. So I can't let go of – I have a daughter that has a blanket that we made. We didn't, I don't know who made it. Somebody made it. But it is shredded. It's, and she, this daughter's married. And has a knotted – it's all a knot. It's just a blanket in a knot. But she can't get rid of it because it's, it's her blanket. It's the blanket she grew up with. But that has like – that has some sentimental value. I no. feel like the problem Hannah, happens. It's disintegrating. It's evaporating. <laughs> it's, e- it's evaporating. It's vaporizing. <laughs> it's sentimental, sure. But it's now just turning into dust right in front of her eyes. And her husband's like, let's let it go. Let's let it go. <laughs> what were you going to say? I, I just think you're jealous of her blanket. Probably. <laughs> Probably am. <sighs> Organizing. It's going to be such. I'm going to. You know what? When I get home tonight, boom! Clear the decks. Daddy's, you're watching Netflix, huh? I'm watching Netflix. <laughs> no, I'm organizing tonight. Tonight? Oh, I've got a speech tonight. Darn it, I'll have to organize tomorrow. Well, I was fairly motivated. We're going to take a break. We're talking organizing and organizing skills. Hey, who who best to talk about that than our own Meg Conley from uh, Meg on, in Progress. I was going to say Meg under construction. <laughs> Meg in Progress will be joining us next. Great blog. you got to check it out. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM1. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We are organizing today. We're getting doing a little house cleaning, organizing the show. Who better to help us, though, now but our own favorite, favorite blogger slash writer slash womanhood slash motherhood slash spirituality expert than our own Meg Conley, who has a blog, meginprogress.com. Meg, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Did you hear all my slashes? I did. That was really impressive. I have to say, I'm out of town, and I've been so excited to be on the show all day. It feels like coming home. Is it? See, does so it? Great. Well, you know what? Yeah. Uh, where are you? California. Really? Yeah. Could you bring Pretty us, fun. I don't know, bring us something back? I, you know I always do. I know you do. 
You yeah, always take care of us. You. you know, most of the other most of the other kind of contributors, they don't. I don't know. They don't bring us stuff. They're not in it to win it. They're not. You know? They're not in it to win it. That is so good. What are you doing in California? Um, I went to a charity dinner to help wounded veterans. So how great to, is that? Amazing, and I got to meet Gary Sinise and cry into expensive table linens because the cause is one dear to my heart. Wow! So what did so Gary Sinise say to you? Uh, please. Back away slowly is what he wanted. Security, to say, sure. security, <laughs> get her away from me. She's crying in the linens. Is that what they said? Oh, Mag, that's so sad. It was, it was complicated. What but, a great know, donated. Did he ask you like, to donate yeah. something? Didn't he? You know, it's funny because it's there's all these big wigs there. I don't really belong, and um, and there's little and oh. everybody's. You know, I need to go to this. Oh, Meg, we're losing you. Are you there, Meg? I'm here. Can you? Well, you know what? I think you're either going underwater or uh, we're losing you. Try again. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Awesome. So what I was saying was there's all these big wigs there, and I don't really belong. So you have to donate to go to the dinner, and then once you get there, they ask you to fill out a card and donate more. Yeah. And so I did. I made a big donation for me, which was about $50. Did you really? I looked over at the table, and the, the person next to me was donating 15000 so. Oh, wow. You know what? So, you, yeah. you know what? You should have gone. Go back. Go back. <laughs> Donate an extra 14500 Hey, I was did, like, wow, aren't they lucky that I came? Did your so, Was your husband with you? He went to the events the next night, okay. so I was, I was there alone the first night. So it was fun, though. It was fun. Well, I'm proud of you for supporting the troops, the injured soldiers. Well, every every little bit counts. That's what I tell myself. So. Absolutely. In <laughs> fact, do you have a website we could send people to? Um, yeah. So the Gary the Gary Sinise Foundation, and then also Tunnels to Towers. Tunnels both to of Towers. Those, uh-huh, both of those were there, and they're really fabulous. Wow. So. Um, yeah. Now, let me ask you this, because the show today is about organization. Now, you're a mommy yeah. with two kids, yeah. Zephyr and Yululu. <laughs> and, um, it gets better every time. What are their names? Zuzu and Viola. I knew it. Zuzu right. and Viola. I, we've got to All put right. that on your bio, because we're just... <laughs> Zuzu and Viola, not Viola. And right, not so, the instrument. No, you've got a mom. You're a mom of two cute little kidlets and a wonderful husband. Are you fairly organized? No, and in fact, um, I love that we're talking about this today because this was one of my big insights since I got married, and I try to put it into practice every day. I Not only was I not organized, but I kind of took some pride in my disorganization. Really? Because I, well, I felt like, I'm spontaneous, and I do things as they come to me. And people who have to be organized are lesser beings, yeah. obviously. Right. They're focused on the wrong thing. <laughs> right. And, aren't, you know, aren't I lucky that I, I work in bursts of inspiration? <laughs> um, but then I had kids, and I realized I wasn't working in bursts of inspiration. I just didn't have to do anything but what I wanted all day up until that point. Yeah. And then once you have kids, that drastically changes. So that was a big paradigm shift for me and so like everybody seeking uh calmness i you know every cliche at least seeking calmness i read walden pond yes <laughs> and you know it's a fuzz the essential 
facts, facts of, of life. life. I love that. Right. To live deliberately. And I thought, okay, well, what does that mean? And, and like we find freedom through the law, I have found um, more creativity and more spontaneity through organization. Hmm. So, so it's been, and I'm not saying I'm any good at it yet, but I'm saying that I'm working on it and just the working on it has helped. Don't you think so, it seems like there's a lot of um, pressure? Now you tell me, because yeah. I'm. It just seems like a lot of the pressure for organizing a home is is kind of thrown on the mom, yes, or the female in the in the group in the par- partnership. Also, it seems like then all these moms go to like Pinterest, and oh. and they just kind of self inflict pain. I mean, I, I, right. what they're doing is trying to give ideas. I get that. But some people are just natural organizers. And I mean, to them, I'd love to hear all your ideas. But um, sometimes I wonder if we don't try to make, I don't know, a chicken yeah. be an eagle. Right, exactly. Well, let's, let's, and here's the thing. Organization doesn't mean that you have a craft room with a drawer for every different color of washi tape that you own. Totally for agree. Some people, for some people, that may be what it means. For me, it just means that I know what I'm doing each day. And and then everything else follows. So um, I I did like your baby jar idea, though. Don't you love that? That was great. My You're gr- like the queen of Pinterest at this point. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I should put it on there. <laughs> I bet you someone's got to it over the last billion pins. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. No, I said, you know... Um, if we could throw another cliched quote in there, to thine own self be true. What is wow. organized for someone else? I know. I went there. Yeah. You never have to have me on again. Oh, man. You're, yeah, but I've just, <laughs> I didn't think we'd get this. I don't know. I didn't think we'd get to Walden. I didn't think we'd get to Emerson, whoever you just quoted there. Oh, no, that's Shakespeare. <laughs> it's Rome and Shakespeare, and it's a crazy day on the yeah. Matt Townsend show. But, you know, so for me, the way that I can be productive. It's just I know what each day's goals are. And so, and this is going to sound insanely structured, but it really isn't. I went to simplemom.net, okay. which is a great um, website about living deliberately, living intentionally, that's what she calls it. And um, if you go into their downloads tab, which is just at the top of the website, there is a, a, daily, a daily list that she says that you should fill out every night. And you can also make it yourself. It's really simple. She... Um, she has you write down the three things that you want to accomplish each day, no matter what. So um, depending on the day, that could be keep the children alive, mm-hmm. um, read, read some scriptures, or, um, you, know, you know, feed myself, or yeah. there may be more ambitious goals. But, um, but um, so you fill that out. And then she also has, and this is what sounds insanely structured, but it really helps. It also has um, an hour-by-hour list for, for the 12 hours of the day, the 15 hours of the day, whatever, that you're awake. And you write down in each hour what you're going to be doing. So hmm. I do that every night before I go to bed. For that tomorrow. Sounds, for the next day. Wow. That sounds crazy. No, I like um, that. And I, I never stick to it completely. Yeah. But it means that when I wake up, I know what my day is going to look like. And here's, here's what I would say to anybody who's a homemaker, because I'm a homemaker. Yes, you are. We need to treat, yes, I am, for better or worse. I don't know if that home <laughs> I'm making is better, for good. sure. <laughs> but but um, we need to be the CEOs of our homes. And so we need to take our lives as seriously as our career counterparts take theirs. And um, I have a really good friend who's, 
um, rising very high in the ranks of her profession, and she doesn't go into work and she she goes into work and she knows what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. So we need to wake up. We need to give ourselves the same respect that she gets herself. And that. so and so that's been insanely helpful. And so yeah, sometimes I have you know. 9 a.m., a devotional written down for my girls, but really both of them are in timeout, and I'm, like, breathing heavily <laughs> into a bag, like a, a cart of ice cream, right? Yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> but that's where the three things that you have to accomplish that day come into play, because if at the end of the day I can't check off anything on my hourly list, I can look at those three things and say, well, I wrote down keep the girls alive. And Bing! that happened. Survived. That's good. <laughs> So so that's been incredibly helpful. And then I also think that we need to give, again, respect to the daily aspects of our lives, okay? Um, organization does sometimes mean doing laundry. Yeah. And it does sometimes mean washing the dishes. Okay, so that feels very, you know, you feel like a Sisyphus. You're like, am I going to keep rolling this ball up the hill? Right. I mean, that's just exhausting and it feels menial. Okay, so I work better when I feel like um, I'm the most important thing around. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sky does too, by the way. That's great. That's totally Sky's M.O. Right. There you go, Sky. I miss you, bud. You two are a lot alike. (laughs) We are the most important things. You are the most important things, for sure. I love that. Welcome Welcome to our world. That's right. So so early on... um, when my house was full of undone laundry and unwashed dishes, and I felt resentful about that, I took a look around and I decided, okay, these four walls I live in are my world. And when I do the laundry, when I make the bed, it is an active organization of matter. It's me understanding how to take care of the resources around me. Mm. Okay, what else happens when an or- when organization of matter is done properly? Well, I mean, you've got... Adam, you've got your favorite desk, you've got your daughter's blanket, you've got the world as a whole. So I yeah. am learning eternal principles That's... while I'm putting away those dishes. Love it. It matters. Well, yeah. So that has been very helpful in teaching me the importance of a generally organized house. Well, that's the idea. You have to take the mundane and make it somehow, you have to elevate its value. Right. And one day to do that, I guess you're saying is attach it to the people, attach it to the story, attach it to the richer right. stuff. Right, right. And, it, you know, yes, attach it to the things that you know you are trying to learn in this life. What does this represent that is a core principle of my life? And it doesn't always work. There are still times when I'm like, wow, these Cheerios have been <laughs> under this table for a very long time. But it works mostly. Yeah. 60 to 70% success rate and that is far more than I had before. Well don't you think it's just it's just the odds. You just play the odds. You don't need to be a hundred percent perfect, but if you could get two of your three most important things done, it also seems like there's maybe there's a time too where your most important thing is to just is one thing. So like I, yes. I uh, Stephen Covey always tells a great example of, or a story about how his daughter, you know, he was a big time management guy and effectiveness and planners. And and right. his daughter was like literally overwhelmed. She had just had a baby and she was so depressed because she wasn't planning and she wasn't using her planner. Right. And he yes. walked over and he just took the planner from her and said, no, 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 right. no. You have yes. one role right now, which is to be a mommy. Just be a mommy. 
just Absolutely. be just be the mother to that baby that you just had and don't get caught up in you know this need to, to I mean eventually you can I mean eventually you got to get back in the saddle but right now let the family take care of you let your husband do more it's we put a lot of pressure on ourselves don't we especially I think women we do, do. We do, and allow, and it's it's exactly what you're saying. Allow the season of your life to dictate the way that you live it. Yeah. It makes no sense for me to demand that my house be spotless and stay spotless <laughs> by eight a.m. because yeah. I have other things to do. I mean, that's the other thing. Um, I read a quote once that I love that, um, and I'm paraphrasing. Simply, it said, "If we viewed our houses as workshops, as the home of our artistic endeavors." We would not be upset when there were messes hmm. because a workshop is supposed to be a little messy. And so I feel like make it a place where it can be a workshop. Yeah. But once it gets to a place where you can truly work together to build that, you know, creative, um, you know, cooperative thing that we build, build together as families, once you've made it a place where that can happen without obstacle, that is good enough. Yeah. Like, and, and so I think. And, and, and like you said, especially women, Pinterest is our, I, I, you know, our, our biggest foe. Right yeah. I mean, I mean, it really, I mean, then Facebook and then you top it off with Instagram and. It's too much. Right. <sighs> right. And there's a time and a place for everything. Sure. But I think Pinterest, especially because we, I think that we get onto Pinterest when we feel like we want to be productive. Yeah. And then instead of being productive, we pin other people's production. <laughs> yeah. And then we feel like what we could, our output would be less than that. And so then we don't do the output at all. Yeah. You're, you're, what? <laughs> you're being effective by like surrogate. You're now, right, right. you're not even having to do it. You just copy everything. Everyone else's needs right. stuff. Right. Well, I've told Riley, I never have to live or visit most of the countries in the world now because you know, I've pinned them and isn't <laughs> that kind of the same. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's why I hunt. Cause I hunt. We're, I, I hunt on uh, an app now, and I don't actually hunt. I just stay in my bed and uh, hunt until I'm out of energy. Right, and right. Then, Who needs to eat the venison right, no. when you can just see it yeah. digitized? I'm just hunting by surrogate. It's right, kind of fun. Right. Yeah, I like it. Right. Nothing wrong with it. But isn't it funny? And, and then we actually get stressed because, like, oh, man, I just blew $25,000 on a new gun. Well, it's not even a real gun. And it's not even real money, but it did take me like three days to get twenty five thousand dollars, and who knows well, yeah, how many animals I, mean, I had to kill. Right. Oh, it's so messed up. Oh, that virtual forest has been decimated. That's right. In pursuit of that guy. Totally. I mean, I could be. My wife looks at me like, "Couldn't you be writing a book or something?" Right. And I'm like, "Yeah, there's a lot of things I could be doing, but instead, I'm trying to feed the family." You know, I think that's the thing you need to do before you approach anything in your life, even as far as organization, even if we're talking about the baby food jars, is sit down and decide what you want to fill your life. What are your essential facts? Because mm. they're different for everyone. And then and then you're able to put the focus on those. And so for me, mine is writing, family, and religion. And those are basically the only three things that get to fill my day. And and there you have to be okay with cutting some things out. I love that. And and that that is so um I've given myself permission to say no and I've made peace with the fact that I am too busy now in this current season of my life to 
go out with friends all the time right. to maintain as many relationships as I would like. I've had to pare down. I mean, there is sacrifice too. Well, now you're. But it's for the better part. Well, now you're having dinner with Gary Sinise. Well, you know, I mean, I had to lick his face. Did you? <laughs> wow, really? That sounds no, I weird. Myself. Just, just in time. Yeah, I, I bet you did. Like, yeah. wasn't that right when Apollo? security grabbed you? Apollo 13? You know what? My I, goodness. You have been. See, I don't I, I don't fall in love with people like that. Oh, you know, I think I, I think it's because he has some of my same um, hardcore conservative values. Sure. And that is so rare in yeah. a man that also works in the movie industry. And yeah. It just all has come together see? for me. Well, see, it's because you're, you're organized. You're <laughs> organized. Uh, Meg, we're going to take a break. I want you to hang on because we've got a game to wrap up this fun show. Yeah, the... I love your game. I know. You'll never be the same. And, it, I mean, it's not the same as Gary Sinise, but it's <laughs> it's a game nonetheless. Uh, we've been talking with Meg Conley from meginprogress.com, and uh, she's going to hang with us. We're going to do one more game after this break. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're playing a game, not really, but kind of, that's called Is It Useful or Not? Today in the competition, Dr. Matt Townsend will be going head-to-head with blogger slash uh, incredible dresser, Gary Sinise chaser extraordinaire, Meg Conley from (laughs) MegInProgress.com. Meg, are you ready to go head-to-head? I'm so ready. The game is called... Is it useful or not? Thank you, Merit. And the game rules are? The game rules, okay. It's not exactly a game. I don't know if we're okay. going to win. Okay, we'll we hyped Sky it as a game. Judge. How about that? It's not even a Sky game. Can be I'm the a judge. good judge. He'll decide if you guys get a point. Well, hold it. That's not fair. <laughs> Wait, I judge that it is a game. <laughs> okay. Bryce okay. has judged it as so, a game. So, here's the deal. I'm going to give you a organization tip I found from the World Wide Web. Okay. And you can decide whether or not that would be useful. Okay, absolutely. Okay. Ready? Here's number one. Have a large tote bag in a central location in the house and encourage family members to drop unwanted clothes, toys, and other items. And when you're when it's full, you take it to your local charity. Huh. Meg, what would you say? Useful or not? Um, useful in a home outside of my own. Because Ditto. what would happen... Oh, keep, did we lose you? into the dirty clothes pile. Hold on, Meg. We're losing you. I think you're back in that. Are you in the aquarium somewhere in California? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Stay she's by a, the window. She's okay. actually just yeah, in a building, I... just pushing like basement and then top floor and then basement <laughs> and then top floor. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so in, in your house, that wouldn't work because why? Um, because it would just become the catch-all for everything. Yeah. But I like it as a general idea, and I could see a more organized household rocking that. I agree. But for me... For me, I just take it as we find it instead of creating a okay, pile. I like that. I can't do that. One of my children would end up locked in that bag. <laughs> we don't want this one. Send it back. Yeah, and, yeah, it would be ugly. But it's a great idea. Thank you. Did we pass? I guess. So you. it's a good idea, but not for your we, families. We both agree it's a good idea for everyone else. Okay. But not for us. Okay. Five points to Gryffindor. <laughs> Five points to Gryffindor. Okay. You ready for number two? Yes. Okay. Line a drawer with silhouettes of your tools. 
so you know where Are you serious? the monkey, monkey wrench goes, where the hammer goes. So you just, yeah, you just print out clip yeah. art and you put it Sheesh. in the drawer so you know where to put that specific Yeah, that was tool. huge in like kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think, Meg? You might, you, might, you might need to be seeing a therapist. It's, right. You know, I guess I've seen people do that when they hang it on a wall so yeah. that they know what clip. Well, sure. You know, I've seen that, but, but the drawer, I, are we also gluing them to the bottom of the drawer? How do you keep them from shuffling when you shut the door? Oh, yeah. That seems like a recipe for distress. Well, no. I think what you have to do is you have to take a, a piece of board, router out each shape so that it fits snugly in My there. My goodness. Kind of like the operation game where you get zapped. Right. Yeah, I'm going to say no on that. Over here. Yeah. Yeah. See, we got it right. Concurred. Give us another one, Meg. Okay. Give us another one. Merit for Meg. <laughs> okay. This one is for your linen closet. Our okay. what? Hold it. What? Linen. What's a linen closet? <laughs> like your sheets and tablecloths. And this, is, this is the closet towels. you can't actually put anything in. Oh, they yeah. go. Hold closet. on. They go in a closet? <laughs> Slow down there, fella. Okay. okay. What is that? So, you know how... Maybe you don't. Maybe probably Meg does. Meg will answer this. So you fold all your sheets and they get all mixed together and you can't tell where the sets are, right? Right, right. So this is is the advice. You fold the entire set of sheets and then you tuck it inside of one of the pillowcases. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's a great idea. Here's another one. Buy one color sheet. Sleeping bags for everyone in the family. <laughs> just, just sleep in sleeping bags, and everyone sleeps in twin beds. Everyone has the same sheets. There, there's no mess up. One, one size fits all. Okay. Well, you cho- you choose. You Matt's choose. logic is good, but I think I'm going to give the ding to Meg. Are you saying Meg's a ding? Oh. No, I'm going to give her the. Oh, I think we just lost her too. Oh, Meg. So you made her mad. You call her a ding. <laughs> Sorry, Meg. Ding. You know, just for Meg, if you're listening. You're not a ding. <laughs> I don't know why he called you that. Give me one more. You this is easy. Okay. I feel bad for Meg, but we're going to have the party still. Okay. Here's an organizational tip. This will be our last one. The holidays that are coming up. Okay. So, in order to store your Christmas ornaments, you should take a slab of cardboard okay. and glue plastic cups to it and then put one Christmas ornament inside each plastic cup. And then you can put them in big bins. Hold it. What do you put over the top of the cup? Nothing. That wasn't part of the yeah. tutorial hey, I saw. It's got bins. It has got bins. It's got Little bins. itty bitty bins. So you just have to hot glue. I like the idea, cups. A, but B, I don't have a hot glue gun. <laughs> C, if you're going to have lids, you, you need lids if you're going to have cups. It's true. <laughs> has anyone had like bought a hot glue gun since like the mid-90s? Yeah. All these... All these people. All about these to, people? All these crafty people. The crafty people. <laughs> I can't have a glue gun because I have. A, I had a traumatic event when I was a little kid, grabbing the glue gun from the wrong end. Ooh. It's sad. But I'm back. Kind of funny, too. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Sky. <laughs> Sky, who calls our guest a ding. <laughs> well, that's the show, folks. You done organized out. This is uh, this is why we do the show, to give you the tools. A leg up in this crazy thing we call life. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, the whole show on disorganization. We like to play both sides of the equation. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We're right here on BYU Radio.